Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, well, we're going to... We've got our normal shtick for you. Yeah. And then uh, we <laughs> yeah. got... Just normal shtick. Normal shtick. That's all you get. Um, and then, of course, uh, after that, we've got... Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the new atheist monument mm. that's being erected down in Florida by American atheists. You said erected. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so we've got that going on. Yeah. Chatting um, a little yeah. bit about about atheism and, and, and you know... The message. Message. What message do we want to be... What messaging are we doing? ...sending out into the world. As atheists. Right? I mean, I think that's so important. I mean, clearly we all believe exactly the same stuff. Right. So, so it's, it's super easy. It should be easy. <laughs> to come up with a comprehensive, <laughs> universally accepted atheist statement. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get to we'll, that. We'll solve that riddle uh, <laughs> in the bottom half of the show. Uh, for uh, sure. Yeah. What, but before we do that, what do you got, Frank? You got anything interesting in the world? Well, yeah. Um, I think I just want to start with some local news that went national. What? I know. Last week was um, um, Gay Pride here in Salt Lake. Yes, it was. I went out and proudly um, was not... I mean, I wasn't gay. Right. But I was with all of the gay people. All the, all the prideful gay all people. All the prideful gay people. <laughs> I had a sign that said, Pride is a sin. <laughs> Did you really? No. No, that would be, that would be funny. Mm-hmm. It would be. <laughs> Maybe next year. Uh, anyway, so it was, it was Utah Pride. And uh, the, uh, the, 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 there's this new phenomena, phenomenon um, that's happening where um, the Mormons, Mormons building bridges, mm. marches uh, at the front of the, the Gay Pride Parade. And uh, it was very. It 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 started last year. Last year was the first year that they did it. That is true. It was yeah. very. It was a very touching, sweet little thing. Yeah, that they did. Yeah, it indeed. wasn't. It wasn't like official. It wasn't. No. It wasn't the official Mormon Church doing no, it. No, no, dear. It God, was no. just some Mormons. Right. But what was new this year? Sort of on the heels of uh, the Boy Scouts of America saying that gay Boy Scouts can participate not right. leaders but the boys can um a group of uh young men a few of them uh actually wore their scout uniform in the parade much to the chagrin and against the wishes <laughs> of the uh local um what do you call it uh scout. area council or yeah, whatever yeah. it's called the the great the boy scout council great council the greater salt Lake. yeah yeah um and uh and it's it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. They uh they were not supposed to do that. But the quotes from the Boy Scouts, yeah, I thought were kind of douchey. Like from the National Boy Scouts or from the local the Great Salt Lake Council? Um these are it's a mixture. Okay. Um there was the yeah, da, 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 da. The the from the national headquarters, Darren Smith, who I guess is a spokesman for the BSA, mm-hmm. um, says, "Let me see, where was the douchey part?" Um, these individuals stated a personal opinion and do not represent scouting. Okay, so this idea yeah. that if you're wearing the uniform, then you represent scouting. Right. Um, scouting teaches young people that often in life one finds rules they don't agree with, but a scout <laughs> is to be obedient. <laughs> To simply disobey a rule because you disagree with it is not an example to set for youth. It is up to each council to determine how best to hold their leaders to the standards of scouting. Uh, so it's this whole thing of like, they're not being good scouts because they were being disobedient. You're, yeah, you're not doing what we tell you to do. <laughs> Your job is to do whatever the fuck we tell you to do. Yeah. And like it. Yeah. Mr. Scouty Pants. Yeah, no kidding, right? Did anybody wear, like, a scout shirt and, like, assless chaps or anything like that? <laughs> I don't think the Boy Scouts did. Well, not the boys. <laughs> but you'd think there'd be a leader or two. I mean, frankly, well, I'm, surpri- first, I'm surprised that neckerchiefs weren't just all over the place. Yeah. Gay but, pride? Yeah. Come on, boys. Oh, Get yeah. on the ball here. Which, which side are you wearing your neckerchief <laughs> oh, on? Oh, my God. There's a whole neckerchief code now. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, he's wearing a brown neckerchief on the and, 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 and the tassels are on the right. Oh, oh. He enjoys fisting. 
Oh Lord. Oh, I think I think my mom just turned off the podcast <laughs> just then. Sorry, mom. <laughs> anyway, well, that there you go. The Boy Scouts, the uh, they're in a they're in a a tight spot right now. Yeah, they are. I think that I think they're going to continue to struggle. These Boy Scouts, yeah, of America. It's going to be tough to figure out because when you sit when you're sitting on a fence, <laughs> it's usually hard to figure out how to like. Yeah, because you've got to pick it up straddle, your ass, straddle it well. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, Lord Baden Powell is rolling in his grave. Hmm. Anyway, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to uh, Arizona. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. It was it wasn't too long ago, but it, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, an Arizona lawmaker uh, decided to give the daily prayer at the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it every day. Mm-hmm. And he decided to participate. The difference being that he is an atheist. Oh. So he gave uh, Re- Representative uh, Juan Mendez mm-hmm. uh, gave a prayer that uh, basically was just um, just a nice little uh, you know humanist sort of message sort of thing. Okay, I think I, I think I heard something about this. But yeah, that's nice, right? It is nice. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Republican Steve Smith uh, is furious that he would dare give a that he would a give touchy a touchy feely humanist a, prayer a prayer that wasn't a prayer at all. Oh. So he asked member he asked other members to join him in a second daily prayer in repentance for the first daily <laughs> prayer. <laughs> repentance. Yeah. That's where he went with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all needed to repent because they heard because a they, non-prayer and they didn't have a real one. <laughs> you know, Dear to, Lord, to the Jesus guy. Please forgive us for not Praying properly. For letting this heathen get up there and say words that sounded kind of prairie but weren't a prayer and blah, blah, blah. He don't even believe in you. <laughs> uh, you know, I once had my my first wife. I was at I was at her house or, or rather her, her parents' house. Mm. And uh, her dad, knowing full well that I was atheist, mm. asked me to give the prayer, the blessing on the food. Uh-oh. And of course, you know, mom was like, Calvin! <laughs> and I said, no, I'll do it. <laughs> and I literally just, I mean, I, I was very respectful, but sure. I just sort of folded my arms and said, you know, for the food that we're about to eat, may we all be thankful and uh, and let us think of those who have less than we have. Hmm. Amen. And, and oh, you said amen. I don't. Yeah. Okay. A, I think I said amen. I didn't say anything about Jesus Christ or anything. Right. But yeah, I think I said amen, which just means so say we all. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, you can pray. Sure. You know, it's a nice it's a nice gesture to to have a sm- a short meditation before a meal. Yeah. Sure. And I got to tell you, when I sit down to a meal with a bunch of people, and it feels like a semi formal meal, but it's uh-huh. in somebody's home, man. That impulse is still there. Oh, I know. You don't get rid of that. No, I, I, you, if you're raised with praying over thing. every meal, holy shit, like <laughs> your head will bow yeah. on its own. I you know. don't need to tell it. It's why I, because it also sort of marks the beginning of the meal. Right. It's like permission to begin eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all this stuff. And it makes me wish that in our culture we had something like, like the French or the Italians have where it's just sort of an exclamation at the beginning of the meal. You know, right, bon appetito right. or right. bon appetit or, you know, just something to just mark it and say, all right, here we are. Exactly. Enjoy the meal. We've all sat. All of the food mm-hmm. is placed before us. I give you permission. Now we may eat. Now it's time. Yeah. Just something, something to mark it, but we don't. I, I think we have an awkward pause right. and somebody's saying, okay, guys, dig in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dig in works. Yeah, dig in. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> So, okay, so that was the fallout? That, that, I mean, you know, and then there's, of course, a bunch of people who had other things to say about it, but I don't care. I just think the idea is funny. Mm. That, like, it was so offensive. It's so offensive. Right. Of course, he did a completely non-offensive little humanist right. prayer. I mean, it wasn't the, thing like... about, the thing about humanism is that you can, you can recite pretty much every tenet of humanism, and there's not a soul on the planet that could argue. <laughs> it's just It's just... 
you know. Right. They just want more. <laughs> they, <laughs> they just want. They just want Jesus involved. They want the mention of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So or some go. calling on God. Because right. I bet these same, these same guys, they've probably sat through some non-Jesus-y prayer before, right? Right. Surely somebody from some other religion has shown up. Like, to, a, like a, a Muslim or a, or a, a, Hindu, a Hindu or, or something. Or, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, this Steve Smith, he said, when there's a time set aside to pray and to pledge, if you are a non-believer, don't ask for time to pray. <laughs> if you don't love this nation and don't want to pledge to it, don't say, I want to lead the body in the pledge and stand up there and say, you know what? Instead of pledging, I love England and sit down. Wow. He, well, he makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Don't pledge to England, you jerk. <laughs> Uh, a very, very reasoned and rational uh, position. Yeah. I mean, for his part, uh, Representative Mendez said, I, I wanted to find a way to where I could convey some message and take advantage of the opportunity that people have when they, when they offer these prayers. If my lack of religion doesn't give me the same opportunity to engage in this platform, then I feel that kind of disenfranchised. So I did want to stand up and offer some kind of a th- of thing that represented my views on what's going on. Yeah. Doy. Fair. Doy. <laughs> uh, that's, you're in a government agency yeah. in the United States of America where you're yeah. not allowed to discriminate based yeah. on religion. Yeah. But it ain't a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, um, here is a statistic that is not going to be shocking to anyone. Oh. Uh, it has to do with the... Uh, rising um, approval of gay marriage in the in the United States. It is rising. It is the, the approval rating is rising, and uh, I don't know. This might be news to some people. Fifty uh, percent of Americans um, now approve of gay marriage. Yeah, a little Four, over forty three percent. This is a, a recent. Well, according to a recent, is this um, the Pew? Pew. Yeah, forty three percent oppose. Mm. So there's a few in there that are just like, mm, I don't know. It's, right. It's kind of gross, but they're nice, too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and so, um, but what's interesting is for that to be true, it also must mean that that religious folk are coming around. Right. They have to be because only only five, uh, only 20% of us yeah. in this country it, claim to be non-religious. Exactly. And so it's uh, now... Um, it is, uh, support among evangelical Protestants, both black and white is higher than than 12 years ago, uh, when they did a similar study, um, in 2001, just 13% of white evangelicals favored same sex marriage. Now 23% do. Well, there you go. Um, and 32% of black Protestants approve of the practice up only slightly though. Well, we, we just need more sports stars coming out yes. and, and you know and then here's for one thing let me tell you more sports stars come out imagine how fabulous the sneakers start to get mm, that's true <laughs> suddenly will i'll be running in haute couture my friend <laughs> uh, but what's interesting is um catholics and white mainline protestants um are basically um both um, in agreement with each other, at mm. uh, just over half um, approving of gay. Marriage. Oh, really? Uh, Catholics, yeah. Hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't surprise me that it doesn't much. surprise me. Um, but what I did think would be fun was that there was another story um, that's related, which is uh, acceptance of gays varies by nation, according to the survey. Oh, no surprise there whatsoever. No. But what's fun are the percentages that are proved. Oh, oh, you're um, getting so happy. And uh, but what's interesting here is that they have a different number for the United States. They they show sixty percent <laughs> approve. Is that approve? Because so, I saw I saw Pew numbers that said that fifty one percent approved of gay marriage and sixty something percent approved of oh, this some a, sort of gay. I'm sorry, this is no longer gay marriage. This is acceptance of gays. Oh, okay. So sixty okay. percent. Sort of accept gays, and I can see that that there'd be sort of still that that group. People, it's like, well, I like them, but hey, they're fine as long as they do it behind closed doors, and I don't have to go to their wedding. 
Yeah, exactly. So I th- I thought we'd play a little quizzy guessing game. Oh, because okay. I love these when they okay. when they show up. Don't you like these, <laughs> sure, Dan? Sure. Where I am? Okay. So I want you to guess uh, the percentage, and we'll, I'll give you within a margin of what five plus or minus five. Okay. That seems fair. Okay, we'll try and go. Right. Uh, sure. Th- 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 that seems really fair. Okay. Um. And uh, this is just acceptance of gays. Acceptance of gays. And 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 our benchmark is the U.S. at sixty sixty percent. Sixty percent on the nose. On the nose. Okay. Okay. So let's look at. Let's go to our neighbors in the north, Canada. Uh. Seventy. Mm, Eighty. Damn. Yeah. They 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 got us beat on that one. Eighty. Yeah. That's what a, high. What about Mexico? Oh, now I know that there's at least at least one part of Mexico where they have gay marriage. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, 55. Ooh, you're so close to that margin of that that plus or minus of five. Uh, 61. 61. Can uh, you believe that Mexico? They've got a one beat. point over in El Mexico. Oh no. wow. Um, how about Brazil? Oh. They just like sexy time, period. Yeah, they do. Uh, let's let's go with seventy-five, sixty, sixty. So, no, damn it, sixty. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm trying to change things around in my head. All right, Argentina, uh, um, fifty-five, seventy-four. What? Yeah, can you believe it? Wow, Chile. See, we got to get out of South America. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> okay, I, that'll be the last South Chile. America. Uh, Chile, uh, 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 sixty, sixty-eight. Oh, yeah. So far, I haven't gotten any. I know, and I gave you. I felt a pretty wide margin. Yeah. I thought you'd be. I thought you'd nail these. It's tough. Um, s- let's do Australia. Oh, they're tricky because they're like mm-hmm. super progressive on some issues and like super conservative on other issues. Mm-hmm. Come on, you Aussies. Get your act together. Uh, 60. 79. Oh, I I should have equated them with Canada. I heard heard an Aussie on on the radio (laughs) just the other day who said that Australia is just a warm Canada. Oh, that's funny. Uh, South Africa. Oh, oh, it's legal there, though. Gay marriage is legal in South Africa. Yeah. So I'm going to guess it's high. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say 75. 32. But what? <laughs> These numbers don't make sense. <laughs> okay, let's do one that will make sense. Russia. Oh, that's low. Uh-huh. Uh that's that's in the the yeah, we'll say 30. 16. Damn. Mm. Damn. Isn't that gross. That Putin just just like did some sweeping yeah. anti-queer stuff. Pakistan. <laughs> 2. Oh, you nailed it. Two <laughs> percent. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well when you when you when you get it, you get it. <laughs> anyway. Um, you, you know, speaking of international things, by the way, did you know that uh, this wasn't one of my stories. It narrowly got edged out in terms mm-hmm. of what I was gonna choose for my stories, but in England, the Church of England has now dropped their opposition to uh gay marriage law. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. They haven't voiced support for it right but they say but they've officially they've officially dropped their opposition so speaking of britain um what do you think 70 76 so uh let's just i'll just rattle off some real quick um britain at 76 germany 87 poland 42 czech republic 80 france 77 spain 88 88 in spain yeah uh italy 74 i thought they would be lower than that um, just knowing Italy and but, the Catholicism. Yeah, exactly. But, um, Japan, fifty-four percent. Huh, yeah, you and never then, know with, uh, with Japan. You don't know where they're. And just because from. it's such a big country, China, twenty-one. Huh. So, so inter- some interesting numbers. Some other places in the world that are not surprising: uh, Egypt, three; Jordan, three; <laughs> Palestinian territories, four; uh, Malaysia, nine; Kenya, eight; yeah. Uganda, four; Nigeria, one. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, when you start to get into into that part of Africa, you're starting to get into the eat the poo poo sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, discrimination. So, so no surprise, I'm sure. Um, oh, this one's mildly surprising, I guess. The Philippines at seventy seventy three. Huh. That's that's interesting. So, anyways, if you're gay, you want to be in North America, South America, or Europe. 
Yeah. That's clear. Or Australia. Or Australia. Yeah. Sure. Can't forget that they're a continent, too. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're a continent and a country. Oh, it's so confusing, Australia. I know. Get, again, get your Actually, act together. Actually, it's incredibly simple. Yeah, it's, it's the least confusing <laughs> of all the things. What's confusing is like where, is where Europe stops and Asia starts. That's that what is, that gets confusing. It seems to be just one landmass. I don't get it. Yeah. And subcontinent? What does that mean? I know. What's a subcontinent? It's it's like a it's like the continent that's like underwater. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways. Well, okay, so I'm going to go back to one of those areas of the world where you don't want to be if you're gay. I'm going to oh, yeah? go to Indonesia. Ooh. Uh, host, uh, by the way, of this year's Miss World beauty pageant. Oh, <laughs> how okay. does that sound? Miss World. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sexy women competing to show how great they are in Indonesia. Any problems start jumping to mind? Well, aren't they? They're, they're, they probably don't want a bathing suit. They're very. They're, the... Yeah, well, that's basically it. <laughs> The Miss, the Miss World pageant has decided that in deference to their hosts for the year, there will be no bikinis. Oh. There will only be one piece yeah. swimsuits. Oh, okay. For this year's okay. for this year's Miss World competition. Yeah. It, boy, next year's in Riyadh is gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> the burka competition. The competition. Everybody has to come out. Only their eyes may be showing, and they're not allowed to say any of their opinions. <laughs> uh, you know, it's so funny because there's this there's this dichotomy between the idea of like modesty, and th- these women need to not, you know, need to be modest with their bodies and not show off their bodies, and blah blah blah. Right. And of course, the feminist in me says. Fuck you, let them wear whatever they want to wear. Right. And then the other feminist in me says, why the fuck is there still beauty pageants? Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 It, 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 there's a, there's, it's, a, it's a feminist short circuit that happens on this, <laughs> at this moment. <sighs> beauty pageants. Yeah. They're kind of gross. They're, they're intensely gross. Yeah. I, I can't handle them. Yeah. And everybody's always like, well, but they do it for the scholarships. And I'm like, mm, no, they don't. No. And that's what you should be getting a scholarship for? Right, exactly. Seriously? <laughs> Good job. You got wow. a scholarship. How are you going to spend that money? Yeah. What school yeah. are you going to, sweetheart? Titty College. <laughs> such as, such as it is. Such as. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that all people should be treated equal because that is in the Constitution. Uh, this is a world... A pageant. <laughs> There's no universal constitution. Such is as it is. Such as as such as as. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Um. So recently in Colorado, yes, the a, fine fine state, the fine state of Colorado. Of Colorado. We were just through it, and uh, has that lovely the lovely Rocky Mountains that peek up over the plains as you drive from east from to west, east to west. It's much nicer when you drive from west to east. You just get to be in the mountains. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, recently in Colorado, um, a uh, lesbian couple walked into a cake shop. Oh, I've heard this one. This is a good joke. And a lesbian uh, couple walks into a cake shop. Oh, wait. No, this isn't a joke. No, that's not a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, so they walk into this cake shop to order a cake for their wedding. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, right. Uh, and the owner says no. Flat refuses. Um, And basically, he says that they have a policy against um, cakes for same-sex couples. No cakes for dykes. Uh, And it's it's based on their religious beliefs. And... uh, Presumably, blah, 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 pres- blah, blah, presumably right. the baker's Every- religious beliefs the- and not the lesbian's religious exactly. beliefs. Exactly. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So this smart lesbian goes home and says, hmm, I wonder if he'd make a cake for a dog wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, he ca- so she calls him up and he agrees. Uh-huh. And so the, um, so what a dick, right? Well, 
he, you know what? Clearly. You say he's a dick, but just because his religion prohibits gay marriage but doesn't prohibit dog marriage, I mean, it's not like she asked if if a man could be married to the dog. That's true. I think, though, they, they she chose the name, um, the, the fake names of Roscoe and Buffy. Uh-huh. I think it should have been Roscoe and Butch. Right, exactly. Or something like, you know, like exactly. two boy dogs Duke getting married. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah. Or two girl dogs, yeah. Or two girl dogs. And just, you know, yeah. see see if he would let two gay dogs get married. Anyways, um, another gay couple. This, this, this place must be known for their cakes because the gay couples are like going after it. Right. And yet they're known also to not like gay people, apparently. Um, I don't know what gay couple got a cake from them that everybody's like, oh, hey, I like that cake. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why this guy is like the cake shop. But anyway, so this Dave and Charlie go in and they actually they were refused a cake and they went to the ACLU. Oh, and they sued the shop because Colorado law prohibits um a business from excluding people or re- re- uh, refusing service based on sexual orientation oh really yeah it's it has oh. the same status as you can't uh deny a, a black couple that came in huh. your services huh that's interesting that would not be a problem in utah no in utah you can discriminate against gays all you want Except in Except Salt, Lake Salt Lake City, City and there a few couple, other cities. Yeah, I'm, but but I mean that's that's employment discrimination and housing. Right. This way, you could you still could. you could still yeah. deny a cake. Yeah. The, oh. oh, the cake! You don't have to sell gay people cakes. No, Jesus no. Christ, Salt Lakers! You don't have to sell these queers anything you don't want to. Yeah. Except housing. Yeah. Except what an idiot business owner, right? Hello, it's a client. It's, it's not business. just it's not just a client. A, okay, if you live in Denver and you know anybody who makes cakes who doesn't discriminate, here's their play. You, you they start a big ad campaign that says, "Bring it." You know, if you were rejected by blank asshole, whoever this guy is, who is this cake maker? Do you have their name? Um, a masterpiece Cake Shop. If in you Lakewood. Were, to, so so they start an ad campaign that just says. Uh, if you were discrimi- you know, if you were rejected by Masterpiece Cakes, come in and we'll give you twenty five percent off, or, tw- or you know, fifteen percent off your cake order. Yeah, with us. Yeah, and then you go in, you get the owner Jack Phillips to deny you a cake. Yeah, you have that fun experience. Yeah, and then you go and you're like, hey, look at this. Could you just sign this, please? Right, Jack? exactly. Could you sign this, refusing me a cake? Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Get and 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 get proof of the like. Record the session. Right, exactly. Yeah. Go in go in with a video camera. Go in with your <laughs> with your cell phone camera. Get him to refuse you a cake. Bring it to me. I'll give you fifteen percent off of your cake and I support the gays. Right. It's a win 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 for any bakery willing to uh to just jump on that. Right. And it gets Jack Phillips a lot of bad. Press. Right, right. It hurt it hurts him, it helps everybody else. There's well, no getting, downside. He is definitely getting bad press. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um but nonetheless, yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah, well, he's an he's an he's an he's a nitwit. You don't deny service. Why would you do that? Well, it's let me tell dumb. you something. You're you're saying I don't want to make money off these people, right? You're that's and you've got a whole new sector of your business that has just opened up to you. Oh yeah, you make them a kick-ass cake. Gay gay partnership is now legal in the state of Colorado. Not gay marriage, but they'll have cakes. Oh, they're gonna have cakes, and they're gonna have amazing cakes and spend some money yeah. on some cakes. Yeah. You'd be an idiot to close your doors to that. No kidding. And then in a few years, when gay marriage is legal and all these people who are just partners are getting married. Another cake. Another cake. That's a double cake. A windfall of cake. This, this, this is cake maker's heaven. <laughs> this man is turning down a fortune. This, the slow progression toward gay <laughs> marriage. First, it was just like commitment ceremony cakes. <laughs> right. Now it's civil union cakes. Yeah. And then there's going to be wedding cakes. Right. Exactly. Three cake. The, this okay, guy, this, gay couples. This guy, you're is, being a little cake greedy. <laughs> well, it's cake. too many cakes for I, you. I can't blame them. It's cake. <laughs> cake is great. Here's the thing about cake. Here's the thing about this baker. I don't really like civil union cake. <laughs> I love wedding cake, but I just hate civil union cake. Well, it's drier. <laughs> They don't, it doesn't have the moist quality that a nice wedding cake has. It doesn't have all the same ingredients. 
it doesn't feel it's not as sweet it's kind mm. of a, it's kind of bland it's missing something it's missing it's something. missing something yeah. yeah well there you go uh i, I well and here's the other thing about the cake thing i'm just gonna say this mm. the business that he will get from turning down gay marriage because there will be several people that will be like i'm going just to him <laughs> Because he doesn't like queers, and I don't like queers, and that's how I'm going to get my cake. He's a good Christian man who bakes a good cake. Right. So all of those people, all of the business that he gains, they're going to be like, uh, can you do a cake for $15? <laughs> He's going to be like, no, my average for a wedding cake is, uh, is you know, $400. Uh, how about uh, some camo? Could, can you do a camo design? <laughs> could you make I, this wedding cake in the shape of an AR-15? What can you do for me for $45? <laughs> Four cupcakes, because I mean it's not like it's not like these these like crazy evangelicals have a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. Not like the gays. <laughs> Telling you what, <laughs> gays are upwardly mobile mobile people. Uh, it's so such a stereotype. It's true. <laughs> You've got no money. It's such a positive stereotype. <laughs> I'm sick of these positive stereotypes. <laughs> Don't paint me with the same brush that you paint all of the wealthy gays out there. <laughs> I happen to be very poor. Thank you very much. Um, well, I've got an activity that our poor cake maker can mm-hmm. uh, can participate in when he oh. when he's sitting around his his sad little bakery, not making cakes for anybody. Oh, okay. Uh, you've heard of a, a romance novel, mm, The Bodice yes. Ripper. Ooh, As the bodice at, ripper. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what wow. that's what they're frequently called. Oh wow, those oh, are the, those oh, are the really? ones. That's what they're. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't the, know that. the ones that the ones that take place in like, you know, Victorian oh. England or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that pent up. Well, there's there's a new there's a new category. Oh yeah, bonnet rippers. <laughs> okay, Amish <laughs> romance novels. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's where we're going. Wait a second, are these legit? Uh, or are they like fantasy Amish in written the, by okay, non-Amish here, people? They're fantasy Amish romance novels written probably by non-Amish people about okay. the Amish. Okay. Geared at people who love the idea of a romance novel, but don't like all the stuff that makes a romance novel a romance novel. <laughs> okay. Do you love romance novels, but hate all the sexy parts? Well, have we got the... <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. That's the only purpose of a romance well, novel. Well, apparently not. To read about throbbing members. And right, right. Exactly. Whatnot. Yeah. No. Apparently not. In 2003, <sighs> one romance novel with an Amish theme was published. This year, at least 86 are being released. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So... It's like that... That... That, uh... <laughs> That scene in what was it? That uh, Harrison Ford film, Witness. Oh yeah, right, where he's out on the Amish farm, <laughs> and she's like sponge bathing herself. Oh, and the water's dripping yeah. off. Yeah. No, Urgh. that's way too racy for this. That's too racy. That's too racy. I'll read you an excerpt. Although I guess they had sex. Are you ready for an ev- excerpt? Yeah. Uh huh. The long. This is oh, this is from uh, When the Heart Cries, a book called When the Heart Cries. Oh no. Yeah. Forget throbbing members. Here we go. (laughs) The longer he stood so close to her, the stronger the need to kiss her lips became. Mm. But he was afraid she might not appreciate that move. (laughs) 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 Okay. Is there more? No. Okay. No, it just that's I mean that's the tenor of it. The whole oh, idea is God. um Oh, here's another here this is from The Hope Chest. Mm, he, oh, is there a double entendre there? <laughs> no. No? Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he leaned down to kiss her and Rachel felt as if she were a bird floating, soaring high above the clouds, reveling in God's glory and hoping continuously in him. That's it. <laughs> That's so boring. It's as boring as I mean, a romance novel is supposed to get you get you a little hot and bothered. Yeah, this will get you cool and fine. <laughs> you will not be hot nor bothered. Yeah, it, it does bring out. It would be fun to write one of these. 
It would be fun to see how far, <laughs> to how get close to the moment, right? And then right. Just stay away from and then, it, and then just totally yeah. splash a bucket of cool water on your yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He leaned in, and his eyes gently caressed her beautiful shoulders. Shoulders, <laughs> and then he realized he needed to stop and went home and sang a hymn. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Apparently, some of them are written in the Pennsylvania German dialect. No, they're not. Yes. So these are for the Amish. I think they're for people who who romanticize the Amish. They're for they're for like evangelicals who who evan like it says that it says that they're written and read mostly but not exclusively by evangelical Christian women. Oh, okay. Hmm. It's they you know it's all these women tried a Harlequin novel. <laughs> like Lo- yeah. they loved it, right? But they felt too guilty afterward. Yeah, okay, yeah. And and so they. Uh, what? I want to see the covers of one of these. <laughs> like, I mean, that, just a guy with a beard, probably in a hat, and just, then a, and a woman kind of in a in a bonnet and a dress, both smiling. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> he gazed across the barn, raising at her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his barn raised well and pounded his hammer ever harder. <laughs> and then they had a barn. Oh, yay. Ta-da! And the animals were safe. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist is a great way to follow what's going on during the week. Yeah, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, having conversation on there. And yeah. You learn about things. You get to find out, you know... Facts like our new video went up and yeah, exactly. all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you can also write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. You could. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, one of our little uh, vi- uh, audio breaks. And uh, I almost said video break. But it's a video for you. It's video. I'm watching the video. <laughs> uh, and this is Brian Fisher. He's become a new fave. Like, I didn't know who the guy was, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden now we're playing all his, his audio. It's because he's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And insightful. Um, and so this one needs no introduction besides that. So here we go. You know, one of the age-old questions of science is what keeps the nucleus together? Remember, the nucleus consists of a bundle of protons and neutrons. Now, protons have a positive charge. What do positive charges do? They repel each other. So you've got these protons in the very nucleus of the atom, and atoms are the building blocks of the entire universe. And yet at the very center of the of the atom, you have a multiplicity of protons that ought to repel each other. They ought to be driven apart. There ought to be no way you can keep them together. And scientists have pondered since they first understood the makeup of the atom, what is it that holds the nucleus of the atom together. How does that thing stay together? What holds it together? They've been looking for what scientists call the nuclear glue that keeps them from flying apart. Well, now we know. Now we know what the glue is that holds together the entire universe and keeps it from flying apart. It is Jesus Christ. In him, all things hold together. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Holy wow. That's it's Jesus. I can't handle it. It's I've heard Jesus. it before and it kills me. Yeah, it still gets me. Yeah, it's remarkable. Well, now we know. How, first of all, thank God we found the answer. Yeah, yeah. What I love is it's like he's going on a very valid, like scientific question. Oh yeah, he's talking about atoms being the building blocks of everything in the universe, sure. presumably including his God. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know about, I don't know if he'd go that far. Who knows? But we know that atoms, he's like accepted atoms, that's a thing. Nucleuses, that exists. Protons, we're, we're right yeah. on board. Yeah. Nuclear glue that holds protons together. Jesus! Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's, I, I, I gotta know, say, that is, a, that is a powerful adhesive. Mm-hmm. And I think we should, someone should bottle up Jesus for household use. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, your coffee cup breaks. You get need some to Jesus. just you just get a little like the tiniest dab some, of Jesus, some liquid Jesus on there and you just put it on. Now, mind you, Jesus does bond to skin. 
Uh-huh. So uh, be very careful of that. Don't avoid getting Jesus in your eyes or any on any mucous membranes. Sure, yeah, be bad. You get Jesus all over you. you I mean, you could be you could be get seriously a, injured. Get a lot of stuff stuck to you. Yeah, <laughs> be bad. Be way bad. You know, and it, we're we're. I don't. But we should probably be fair. I mean, we did take this out of context. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Yeah. <laughs> Should we try to figure out what he was really talking about? Well, what I love is the fr- the fact that he said, <laughs> well, now we know. Yeah, that's what leads me to believe that there's something else there's going on There's been a here. new discovery. Yeah. And that new discovery is that is 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 somehow Oh, you know what it is? What's that? Higgs. Yeah. It's the boson. That's Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Well, they call it the god particle. So, yeah. obviously, it's Jesus. In it's uh, I've got Jesus in my nucleus. Be a good song. Should write it and send it to him. I should write it. Play it. Thank you, Jesus, for holding my atoms together. Anyway, you want you get you have uh you have some you have a an email right? I have yes, I do. Um, first of all, I wanted to uh. Remind our listeners that uh, there it is their support. It is only through their support that we are able to continue doing this. Right. Uh, our our you know our recent adventures in the South cost us a lot of money, yeah. and uh, we, we but we had a lot of people really uh, help us out by by uh, supporting us. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still do that. You can still go back and retroactively buy us a drink, buy sure. us a, a tank of gas, you know, a, a, a hotel, all those things. Um, and we would appreciate that. But the other thing that you can do, and we've got two people that have done it this week, um, is you can you can subscribe or you can just do a one-time donation. Sure. Uh, yeah. So we've got two new subscribers oh, fantastic. for our show. Johnny uh, is now subscribing. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, Daniel is subscribing and they're, so both of them now, uh, generously donate a small amount monthly. Fantastic. And these things help out a lot to do that. You can go to thank God I'm click on the support link on the side, on the right side of the page. Wonderful. Um, so Holly wrote to us and she said, uh, first of all, hi Frank and Dan, first of all, love the podcast. Uh, thank you for making at least one day of my 45-minute uh, for minute each way commute enjoyable. Hmm. Um, she said she had hoped to meet us on the tour, but we skipped New Orleans, and she's from yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, we did do that. Well, I mean, it, and the thing is that she, you know, she understood. She said, uh, she said uh, you, didn't, you decided not to come to New Orleans, which is a good thing if we're not bible enough, right? Kind of? Yeah. Which is it. Yeah. We, and also, there's sort of the idea that, we wanted to go to places that we probably never would make an effort to go to. Right. We'll go to Again, New Orleans. Right. You know, like, yeah, as much as I would love to go back to Vicksburg, Mississippi. Right. Why not? You know? Yeah. We're, I'm, I, and as good I, of a time as we had in Montgomery, we're probably not going to go back to Montgomery. Yeah, I don't see any need. I think I've done Montgomery. <laughs> that one night there. I think we, we had the Montgomery experience. I think we did, too. Yeah. <laughs> and don't ever need to have it again. No, but lovely people that we. Oh met. yeah, we met some really great people. Yeah, so that was good. Um, so uh, Holly went on to uh, she she mentioned a, a site that we could have seen, which was uh, Jesse Duplantis is apparently a uh, an e a televangelist and has an enormous house and okay. grounds. Okay, and we could have gone and seen that. She, it's 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 uh. A combined thirty-four thousand square feet, almost no thirty, about thirty-five thousand square feet. Wow! And uh, that's and it's it's enormous. And since it's owned by his ministry and not by him, he doesn't have to pay the the thirty-three thousand dollars a year of taxes. Oh, you're kidding! On the property. Oh my God, that's something fun, isn't it? Yeah, that is good for him. So, there you go. Good for um, him. Yeah, uh, but she also she also wanted to mention that uh, we were talking on an older show about uh, the two cities with similar names: Natchitoches, Louisiana, and Nagadoches, Texas. Uh huh. Yeah. And she said that she lived in the one in Louisiana, and it's pronounced, and this baffles me, Nakotish. 
Really? Or Natchitoches. That's not at all how it's spelled. <laughs> That's like not even close to how it's spelled. They might as well have thrown in like well, they clearly a silent P. Don't like, want to be too closely related, or, or, or they don't. At least when you're talking, they don't want to be confused with what was the one in Texas? Nacogdoches. Yeah. Okay. Which must be something else. Which is probably pronounced Cleveland, <laughs> as we've discovered. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. So there you go. Oh, and, <laughs> and she wanted to do one one last tidbit. She said that there's a there are neighborhoods in Los Angeles that uh, where the traffic lights have Sabbath timing. Oh, really? Apparently, they're Jew, they're Jewish. They're predominantly Jewish neighborhoods. So on the Sabbath. On Friday and Saturday. Okay. Uh, because Orthodox Jews can't push buttons. Right. The crosswalks will just automatically go oh, sure. and turn for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, elevators in New York. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, it, neighborhoods of New York. Apparently, it messes up the uh, the traffic, but it's nice for the the Jews. <laughs> Good. You're ruining my commute, Jews. <laughs> no wonder. Traffic's so terrible in Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, uh, thank you so much, Holly, for the, <laughs> for the email. And uh, if we ever if we ever do go to Nola, we'll look you up. Sure. Or we'll forget that we'll forget who it was that said, "Hey, look me up when you're in Nola," and we'll just say we're going to Nola, and you'll have to write to us again and say, "Hey, remember me?" Because <laughs> we're like that. Indeed. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to chime in. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Uh, and then uh, we have a voicemail uh, from Adam in Las Vegas. See. Hey, Frank and Dan. Adam from Las Vegas. Just wanted to chime in on the American atheist bench that's going up. Uh, first of all, I think the design is really unattractive. But more importantly, I just wanted to point out that I don't like the quote that they used because it's telling me what atheists believe when in truth um, – all atheism requires is you for not to believe in God claims. You just don't have to believe in the claims that a God exists. That's it. That's atheism. That's atheism in a nutshell. Um, you know, I agree with everything that's on the bench, but I think uh, a lot of uh, religious folks would too. So I don't understand the point in that particular quote. Yeah, it makes us look great and touchy-feely and humanistic, which many of us are, but it actually doesn't have anything to do with atheism. Atheism is just and non-belief in God claims. That's it. So just wanted to share that, and that's why I'm not a big fan of the bench. Now, thanks, guys. Wonderful show. Glad you're back in Utah. Bye. Well, cool. Thanks, Adam. Not a fan of the bench? Oh, the bench. Not a fan of the bench? <laughs> what the? Oh, yeah, neither are we. Yeah. Should we, uh, should we fill people in on this in case they haven't been following? Right. So what happened, we reported a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. about this bench. Right. That the oh so okay so let's go back even further. There's a big in somewhere in Fuckville, Florida. There's a huge, like enormous granite monument in front of the courthouse. That's the Ten Commandments. Right. It's huge. If by Fuckville you mean Bradford County, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Fuckville's the county seat of Brad- <laughs> Bradford County. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so uh, six ton, right? Yeah. It's enormous. So the American atheists were suing Mm -hmm. to, uh, to have it taken down as they do. And I fully support that lawsuit. I I applaud that lawsuit. Yeah. We have to have that lawsuit. They settled. However, they did not pursue it all the way. Uh, and, and who knows what the particulars were right. and why. They may have had to. I mean, they they may have known that they were going to lose this one. And so right. they, they, I mean, I, I, I don't pretend to know what the machinations were there, but I'm, I don't, it's not like I'm saying that they did something wrong by settling. Right. But the way the settlement worked was this. Uh, rather than taking down the huge rock with Jesus all over it, they're going to, they put up their own, they're going to put up their own monument, which is a bench with atheist quotes all over it. Right. But it's not just a bench, is it? No. It's a bench with a big giant rock attached to it for no apparent reason. Yeah. Well, design-wise, here's what I want you to imagine, everybody. Take a bench, a stone bench. Mm -hmm. Just imagine a nice stone bench. Now imagine that one side of it has been eaten 
by a huge rectangular verti- a vertical rectangular rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, it actually I woke up this morning because I was thinking a lot about this the bench last night and for whatever reason I woke up this morning and I was like I've seen this before. Oh. I'm fairly certain I have seen this thing before. And it turns out I had, and I'm going to show Dan the picture right now. <laughs> I saw it at a cemetery. Oh, oh, I see. It's a grave marker. So it's like a bench with like a headstone next to it or sort of, yeah. sort of thing. Uh, let me see. There was one picture that I found that, well, that one looks a lot like it. The Wilson one over on the left. Uh, oh, kind of, yeah. Right? Like, on that one, it looks like they put, like, a an urn of some kind. Oh, so what we're saying is that American atheists went to a, a grave maker, and they were like, well, I can do something like this. They were, oh, yeah. they were looking for a cheap monument. Well, right. these things aren't cheap, but you know what I mean. Somebody who had the exp- has experience in, in granite like, working. Honing and etching of <laughs> giant rocks. And they were like, we want to do some kind of of, of monument... And, uh, yeah, but anyways. So, so our, our, who did the voicemail? What was his name? Adam. Adam yeah. Adam, uh, I, can't, I couldn't agree with you more. The design of this, this thing. looked just like it. This design is nagatrocious. <laughs> it's, well, it's, seriously. Sorry. I mean, I, what, as soon as you put it in the, in, as soon as you say it's a grave marker, you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I see I, that. It's it, ugly like it, a grave marker it should would have, be. It should have names on it mm-hmm. and perhaps a picture of Jesus. Right. Or some or a lamb. A lamb. I like lambs on him. Sure. <laughs> why not? Yeah. It looks it but but yeah, it's it looks awkwardly designed. It looks stupid. I mean look at that one. Only Oh, that would even that would have been nicer. That would be better. I would it's more sort of Okay, just, you need to stop like looking at things that our audience members can't look Well, can't see. but the, the point is is that um i first of all it's uninspired the design right oh yeah i mean like nobody nobody thought about what what should it look like what should it be it seems like they all they did was go what's what can we get that is already sort of out there that we can modify for our purposes right and that's I what it looks like and to i me. totally understand that impulse sure but i mean i think i think as is the case with all of their billboards and whatever they were just they just thought, you know what, we don't need a designer. <laughs> we have a good sense of design among us. Which they don't. Which they don't. They don't. They Not really, 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 all. really don't. It's so gross. It's so ugly. Do Pete here's a, here's the thing, Dan, because we're both designy. Yeah. Right? Like we both have a good aesthetic and, and whatnot. Does everybody think they have a good aesthetic? Like, do, do people who... Are we in the minority? N- Us and and Adam? Is that right. what you're asking? No, but, but what I mean is, like, do does, like, David Silverman or whoever made this decision at American Atheist think that they have a good sense of design? That they actually are pulling off good-looking things? I have no idea. We need to talk to our new friend. Uh, Dave? Yeah. Um, Moscato. Moscato, yeah. We met him at uh, Daryl Ray's place on our trip, and he's a great guy. Yeah, we had a lot of fun conversation with him. But I have nothing against these people as, as people. No, not they're at good all. People, not at all. And they're they're doing good. They they do a lot of good work. Right. But the fact that they're but, representing, uh, that they that they it, it it falls to them to represent us. Right. Uh, this is a problem. It is a problem because their their design aesthetic is just well unacceptable. And um, we should probably read the quote that Adam was referencing. Mm. Um, which is, I believe it's actually Madeline Murray O'Hare. Murray O'Hare yeah. uh, is who it's attributed to. Do you have it up? Yeah, it says, uh, an atheist believes that a hospital should be built instead of a church. An atheist believes that a deed must be done instead of a prayer said. An atheist strives for involvement in life and not escape into death. He wants disease conquered, poverty banished, war eliminated. Fine. It's, yeah, yeah, there's no problem there. It lacks the gravitas of a Ten Commandments. <laughs> it doesn't exactly have the same oomph. Yeah. Well, um, I was, and I, there, are, there are other quotes on it, too. I think there's right. a Thomas Jefferson quote and it's a John Adams quote. True. And, I, I, have you seen what quotes? I couldn't find that. I, couldn't, yeah, I just saw that I, they, they, 
were going to be using other quotes, but I couldn't find what they were. I think the Jefferson quote is this. Uh, questions with bo- Question with boldness even the existence of a god, because if there be one, he must more approve of homage of reason. He must more approve the homage of reason than that of blindfolded fear. Mm, yeah. Fine. That's an that's an okay quote. Fine. Sure. I mean, what they're I mean, I get where they're going with this. These are these are sort of founding father types, and right. and, and and you know the the right wing loves to hold on to their founding fathers, the, right. the Jesuses. Right. Right. So this is like a counterattack sort of thing. There's a John Adams quote that says, <laughs> uh, "It will never be pretended that any person employed in that service, uh, the service of writing the Constitution." Had any had interviews with the gods or were in any degree under the inspiration of heaven? Okay, that's a big deal. That is a big one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, these are these are all fascinating quotes, and I'd love, I, the, you know, I would love for a lot of religiousy people to hear them. Right. I don't think it makes for a good monument. Right. I agreed. Also, isn't there something about there's going to be some Bible verses which are actually the punishments. That that oh. will be enacted against you uh, if you break the Ten Commandments or something like that. I read that in a couple different oh, I articles. I hope not. I read that in a couple different articles, and that one also really concerns me because it seems to be pointing its finger over at the other monument. Right. Yeah. You which know, is not what you want to do. There's either. no class to that move. Right. There's no and the, and you know a monument is meant to be a lasting thing. Right. A thing that's grander yeah. than the petty arguments of right now. Exactly. I think I think that's the problem. This uh-huh. is the this is the fundamental issue. What I I mean if you're going to do a monument do a monument to someone who's done something great. Sure. Yeah. And and explain why. Yeah. Yeah. Or do a monument that uh you know to that that embraces everyone. Well, do, what I was thinking rise above this stupid the you know it, on the ground level mm-hmm. right now when I'm in conversation with a believer who's who's being a dick mm-hmm. i'm fine with me bringing out all these quotes and mm-hmm. like saying you know what you're wrong about our founding fathers you're wrong about blah 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 i won't convince them but i'm fine with you know at very least making my points on sure that. right what i'm not fine with is if we're going to be doing something grand make it grand i know for fuck's sake yeah. make it make it Little- rise above Little quotes won't do that, and that's Mm-mm. that's kind of my my beef. Pointing fingers at the other monument, it's not going to do it. What I was actually, what I was thinking is that it seems to be a missed opportunity to talk about separation of church and state. It should be a monument to the to to the separation to the separation. Right, that's an interesting point. That, you know, I, because that would actually because then you're saying that thing doesn't belong here without actually saying it. Right. Without actually pointing your finger. Well, it does feel a little finger pointy to me. But, but, here's, but here's the reason that I'm okay with it. The reason that I'm okay with that idea is because even though, it's, uh, even though it's a reference kind of to another monument that's right there, it's actually it, – it shows which monument is in place properly and which exactly. monument is out of place. Exactly. And it, Whereas and I it, feel this atheist one is out of place. The atheist just one as much is, as the Ten Commandments Absolutely. Absolutely. There's n- there's no... Yeah, it's completely out of place. Yeah. A monument to the, to the ideal of separation of church and state or a monument to the ideal of a secular society. Yeah, exactly. These are the kinds of things that, yeah. are, that are a larger issue that are, that are... That will point out... And, you know, so if there are quotations that are about... Right. Why it's important that government and religion be separated? Right. It could be. It seems a little closer to the mark. It could be a giant granite arrow pointing to the building, <laughs> and it says, "This is where you'll find justice." Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just, or just a signpost that says, "Government this way, religion <laughs> that way." <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean seriously, uh, just something, just anything that that that. It's so, just a bummer. To here's me. The, you know it's what? A I'm, major, major, major. You know what I want to do? I want I want this. everyone, uh, all of our listeners, to to genuinely and and right now specifically, I'm thinking of our American listeners. We have a lot of listeners from around the world who probably shouldn't jump into this particular fray in our country, but may have similar fights in their own country. Sure, maybe not Eric in Sweden. <laughs> right but uh but you know wherever you are if this is a fight that that that's happening in your area you know you need to start writing a letter or two yeah 
I think that Americans, I, th- I think that we here in the United States should write some letters to American atheists, mm-hmm. thanking them, first of all, for their hard work. Absolutely. Because, because they, they do good work. Because they do good work and they're, they're out there fighting a battle and they don't, they don't, it's a, they're a ragtag group. They don't yeah. have a lot of money, right. they don't, but they're out there working, working hard every day. But second, we need to start trying to get this message across that we that this needs to be a larger fight. Right. It needs to be. It, we need to start treating it with the respect that this that these issues deserve. Right. And and this monument doesn't do it. Right. And several of their other things that they do. Right. Don't do it. I, their I billboard. Mean, their bill, billboards don't do it. Right. Billboards are less of an issue because they're temporary. They're not right. meant they're, to be permanent or yeah. whatever. Bro. And and that's the issue with this monument is that. I think they're approaching it the exact same way with the exact same attitude that they approach their billboards. And they, I, I do, I don't like the billboards, but I kind I get their reasoning that they're trying to get some press. They're trying to get their thing out there. Ultimately, I think the message that they are getting out there isn't great, but whatever, they have this strategy and it does work. Right. They do get the press. And I think they're approaching this monument in the exact same way. And I don't think that they need to. I don't think this mm. that putting those specific quotes, because they know that those quotes will be quoted and then put into stories. Sure. Right? They know that. And so they're planning them there on the monument, right. n- knowing full well that that's what's going to happen. Well, the fact of the matter is this story is going to run no matter what. Yeah. This story You runs. don't need to plant little pointy finger things or, or anything that's like, that's just not. That's just not right. That's not the message that we should be putting out there well, and the in other, this place. And the atheists other... in that realm should be concerned mostly about the separation of church and state. Exactly. And living with a secular government. And it's not just that. It's, it's also that this shouldn't be an atheist monument. Mm-mm. The fact is that this should be a monument that should represent all Americans. Because exactly. that's exactly what the other monument should have been. Right. We should be showing these other people what a monument on government property should be. Exactly. And it shouldn't be. And you be. can sign it, American Atheist. You can somehow acknowledge who put it up there. Yeah, yeah. This was erected by American Atheist. Perfect. Enough. Which is great. It shows you in a good light. Yep. It shows all of us atheists in a good light. Right. And, and it it's doesn't... inclusive. Right. And it's inclusive of everybody. Yeah. Right now what we're doing is we're saying, hey, we are the antithesis of the Christians. Yeah. We're setting up this this battle model. We're setting yeah. up this idea that it's totally wrong. This, this this idea that it's us against them. Yeah. Well, I don't want us against them. That's nope. not what this is. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. It it is frustrating. It is. It, I mean, yeah. The whole Ten Commandments thing is stupid and right. frustrating. But our response is what makes is our response in the sense of how we respond. Mm-hmm. We should have, we should respond. It's right. right that we respond, but the the way in which we respond, the class that we show, mm-hmm. the uh, the inclusiveness that we show, mm-hmm. is what's going to define us throughout the years. Exactly. And right now, we're not doing a great job at that. Nope, not at all. So uh, so you know what I want, and then you know our listeners don't have to agree with us on what no. it should be. But it, you know, and frankly, if you if you have a better solution. Then our then I our solution. Hear it. Write to us. Yeah. Let us know. I because yeah, we're totally open to that. It's not like we think that we've come up with the be all end all here. Although it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> we're pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I what if it were a fountain? You know what I mean? What uh, if it were it requires an requires a certain amount of maintenance and true. I I'm just saying. I'm just saying like something that's visually attractive. Mm-hmm. That's a place that draws people to it. Mm-hmm. It's not just a thud. It's not just a thing there. And I like the idea of a bench. A bench is nice because right. people can sit on it. Right. That also draws people to it. Right. But then it's a bench with a giant implement right next to it. So it's uncomfortable. It's to not going to be a comfy bench. No. But yeah, I mean, here's what you should do. Right. Once you've formulated your thoughts about, about this, this monument, write to American atheists and be, yeah. be kind because again, oh, yeah. they're working hard. I don't want this to be a. I'm not campaigning against American atheists, not at all. But what I am campaigning for is is a little more thought uh, and a little more. Um, I just wish they'd check in with a, a designer. Yeah, well, from time to time, there's that too. They should check in with us. The, well, they should check in with like some marketing people, people who know how to craft messages. Yeah, like <sighs> Dave Moscato, if you're listening, call us before you do these things, will you? <laughs> We just, 
It's it's no offense but, but see, this, this to you. A, it, You're very busy. You guys are very busy over there. <laughs> I've got some time. Just give me a holler. <laughs> I'll, I've got some good friends. I'll I'll run it by uh, them. Yeah. yeah. We'll just we'll just we'll we'll flesh it out for you. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be the design wing of the atheist movement. <laughs> well, I I would love that, but I do think that this. Again, I think that this fits into their strategy. I, I don't know that they. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they don't have to abandon their strategy to make it more to 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 embrace a classier uh, uh, a way of going about their business. Right. The same strategy, get the press, all of that stuff, yeah. but you can do it in a way that's going to make all of us look better right. and not and not worse. Because this is a major concern. This is this is something we started off saying on the show, mm-hmm. right? Is that we didn't feel like. Um, well, we've always said we're uncomfortable with the whole angry atheist thing. and I'm not uncomfortable with atheists being angry. No, no, no. But, but I'm uncomfortable with the image of, an, of atheists as just angry people. Right, which this doesn't help with. No, And it's something that we can have continually heard from our, our listeners, mm-hmm. is, is people echoing that exact same sentiment. Yeah. And, and I think, I don't know if the sort of the, the angrier side of it knows that how angry they are and how angry they seem. And it's not just anger. There's there's a pettiness. Yeah. There's a there's a vindictiveness that happens. Yeah. And none of all of those things are I understand. Absolutely, like I but... get those feelings. I I they're in me too. Mm-hmm. But if that's if you're representing a group and yeah. that's what you're acting out of, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. You're not going to win the fight. No. Or at the very least, you're going to prolong the fight. Right. It's going to take a lot longer to win right. than if we have figureheads that are that 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 are have that that, that have that uh, universal quality to them that draws people to them exactly, rather than uh, rather than abrasive, push away sort of mm-hmm. stuff. I know. Well, there you go. I mean, I it's a I love that there is a monument. I, I, think, I love that at very least something's being done. I, I think. And, and the fact that they, they, they are taking advantage of the opportunity to, to put it up, I think, mm. is awesome. But at the same time, I just don't. It just it irks me on so many levels. There you go. So, well, if you're irked like we are, <laughs> whether at the American Atheists or at us for being irked ba- at the you may you may write to us. Um, you can you can you can find us on the Facebooks. Which is uh, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. You can like us there, or you could send us an email at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Right, or you can even leave a voicemail like Adam did at 424-666-TGIA, which is 424-666-8442. That is correct. And uh, remember to... uh Check out our videos on YouTube. There's... Yeah, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and you'll find all our videos. There's going to be a blog post coming up soon. And and, uh, and also, you can uh, you can uh, donate to us. Yeah. Which is nice. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use one of their tracks for our opening and closing music. And, of course, thanks to Sarah, the intern. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks to all of you for listening. And uh, have a great week, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.